Friends, I'm so excited to bring you this episode with Heather, just really um, diving into the importance of um, finding peace with food and body confidence. Like, you know, I'm all about that life, um, but also really just learning to be like viscerally intelligent with your body, understanding what is happening in your body, both emotionally, mentally, and physically, stepping into a place of safety within your body. Therefore, from that place, you can truly love and take care of your body, embrace your body. I think one of the uh one of the saddest things that I think happens with us women is that we are being taught or we take on the idea of hatred for our body um and just really not loving it really not looking at it well and really not treating it well because of that so I just really love this conversation um with Heather um and just really learning what it means to step into a place of oneness and cohesion and balance and safety Um, with our bodies and learning to love our bodies as they are then therefore from that place can step into a place of really caring caring for it the way we need to all right so listen on into this episode um i hope you enjoy it and i two things that i want you to to know one i have um one health coaching spot open and if you know me you know that this is a huge topic and a huge part of my heart i want to see women uh, find peace with food walk confidently in their bodies and prioritize their health and themselves and i do that through mindset and habits and coaching work and so if you are interested i have a three-month accelerated program that's a special version of my six-month program where we can walk along and journey together in really um, developing a healthy a mindset towards our bodies and really taking care of our bodies. So if you're interested, book a clarity call and we can talk more about that. Second, I don't know if you've seen on social media or maybe in the email, um, I, I'm always trying to figure out how can I help women do that mission statement more, find peace with their body, prioritize, um, no, walk health, no, find peace with food, walk confidently in their bodies and prioritize their health in themselves. And so coaching oils, um, and even the business opportunity that with oils, but also I recently um, joined on as a brand ambassador for Red Aspen. Have you heard of Red Aspen? I didn't hear about it before I tried it out either. And they are primarily a beauty company, but what their main um, main product is, is nails. I never thought I would be, on, be into press on nails, but I have fallen in love with these reusable, durable, amazing, easy to apply nails that as a mom um, doing a bunch of different things, washing dishes, taking care of the kids, running business. I don't have a lot of time to do all that other stuff, but when I do, um, it's it's a treat and I get to do that from home in a very affordable way. So I am doing a launch party all this week in a Facebook group to, where you can learn more about these beautiful nail dashes um, and learn how you can get your hands on some. And even if you're listening to this and you, um, you catch this later, you can still join the Facebook group. Um, just feel free to reach out or click the link. All right, so if you are... Um, listening to this from October 11th to the 16th, please join us live because it's going to be some good giveaways. Okay. So reach out if you're interested in getting that mindset habit support in loving your body and taking care of it. And then if you just want to dress it up with a little bit of cute nails, um, join that Facebook group. All right. I'll talk to you later and have a good one. Hey friend, you probably recognize that this episode did not come out on a Tuesday like normal and it probably hasn't for the last couple weeks, but um, the episodes are now going to be released on Fridays. The beginning of the week has been really, it's top heavy for me and I'm just doing a lot of different stuff um, with business, with the kids, with family, with all the things I'm a part of and I just thought, you know what, by the end of the week, I actually just like, that's when I like to catch up on trainings. That's when I like to catch up on podcasts and enter my week weekend, whether it's cleaning or doing other things, listening to 
into inspirational and edifying things. And so now for this season, at least for this time, um, the podcast will come out on Fridays. Okay, so now you can expect every Friday morning to go make sure you subscribe, right? Make sure you go to wherever you listen and there'll be a new episode there. Okay, I'll talk to you later and have a good one and enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Made Well Women podcast, and I am Brianna Wilkerson, your host. You know, for over half my life, I really had to pay attention to my relationship with food, um, with my body, and with myself. As a young girl, I just started to find my worth in my weight and my work. And I really started to define my beauty, my body, and my value in all of those things. And that led to a very not healthy way of eating, not healthy way of taking care of myself. But when I started to realize that my worth was not in my weight and that healthy living did not have to be so depriving but could actually be joyful, that's when I found freedom and breakthrough. And it has been my mission ever since to help women do the same. So Made Well Women is about helping other women find peace with food, create healthy habits, and use essential oils confidently. So you're gonna find solo episodes, you're gonna find guest interviews from time to time, and really you're just gonna find a space where I can talk to you from heart to heart, woman to woman, to really support you in creating uh, your version of food freedom, finding healthy habits that support you in your life, and using essential oils to support you along the way. And as I mentioned, I'm an essential oils lover and I'm an advocate with doTERRA, and I really want to help more and more women in homes use essential oils for your health and for women's health, their family and their homes. So I'm so glad you're here and so glad to support you. Before you go and listen to the episode, I want you to do a couple things. One, make sure you join the Madewell Women's Health Community. This is a space where you can unpack these episodes and get support on your journey, as well as follow me on Instagram because I share all about behind the scenes of my own life there as well. All right, enjoy the episode and I can't wait to get to know you more and support you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today to talk about one of my favorite topics with Heather um, here, talking about our relationship with our food and our and, and our bodies, and particularly not just as women, but as moms, both moms here, and just have both have gone through different changes in our lives with our body and our being a mom. So excited to have this conversation. So thanks so much for joining us, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. definitely excited to yeah, share. Yeah, of course. I, you know, I love this topic. Sometimes I have to be like, okay, I got to talk about other things on the podcast. But <laughs> um, I just, it's just such an important po- uh, topic because how we view ourselves, particularly our ourselves and our body is going to impact how we view food and interact with it, right? So I would just love, you know, for you to share your story around this and what brought you to this work, because that's going to kind of help um, frame the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I mainly went into the coaching business, um, as to be a coach because I struggled with anxiety and depression for so long. And I really wanted to focus on that for a while. And then as I was healing that portion of my struggle, I realized that it was really that I was struggling with safety in my body and, as I looked back and I went on this journey deep into my body and using embodiment practices, I looked back and I realized that since I was a young girl, I have just been like so many other women have been inundated with imagery and messages about what the right foods are, what the right body type is. And I think that creates a programming that stays with us forever. And especially now, you know, when we 
get on Instagram, let's say, and we see these body types and all bodies are wonderful, but sometimes, you know, this post-baby body pressure is we're, we're seeing it's being shoved in our faces and, um, we're getting advertisements for, um, you know, these programs and products and all this stuff. But anyway, so I'm, I'm thinking about all this stuff and I'm realizing, um, my own struggle with binge eating and how, how much I was using food, alcohol, social media to check out from my body because there was something deeper going on. And it was such a huge epiphany for me. I mean, I love that that last phrase that you said, using food, right? Because food is one of the things, right? We, we may not see all the other ways that we're using, you know, um, you know, other things like you said, alcohol, even social media. And mm-hmm. I, I love how you said to check out from our body to kind of, ex- not just our body, but escape our world. And we all do it. You know, I was talking with a friend the other day who like uses fiction novels to do that. Like, and I sometimes mm-hmm. use movies, like, let's just go to another place and not, not like, and just ignore the feelings that we're feeling and the things happening, which it's okay at, for a little bit, but then you have to come back to it. Otherwise you're just constantly escaping, right? Mm-hmm. Escaping how you feel, escaping how you see things. So, so for you, what was that? Like, I don't know, what was that turning point? You know, you, you noticed that you were checking out from your body and you noticed that you had been, you know, like mo- what you said, most of us had, 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 had this programming of what beauty is, what good size is, even what health is quote unquote health, right. Um, by yeah. the number of the scale or whatever. So what, what changed for you? What led to this transformation? Mm, you know, I think, you know, sorry, mm-hmm. it was, it was mostly that once I decided I wanted to help others, I went into my certification program mm-hmm. and it was really focused on food and body. And mm-hmm. it was just such a fluke that I, the company that I got my certification with is called Hungry for Happiness. It's actually mm-hmm. changed its name to Pause, but it was uh, really there that I realized my issue with food and body was had been going on for years and that I needed to like reassess a lot of things that had been programmed in Mm. my mind Mm. about, about things. And then the, the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I, I, I like went on a rebellious streak where Mm -hmm. I was like, I felt like, you know, I don't know if anybody remembers the band Rage Against the Machine, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just like I'm hearing the song. Yeah, it's like F you, F you, don't tell me, don't. Yeah, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, um, <laughs> that song. And I'm just like, I was like angry. I was, I was like, I'm gonna eat what I want, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna go to the gym because you know, like every day and lift weights because that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm before that I was like, I had a strict gym schedule. I was down to like 138 pounds and it still was not good enough. Mm. And when I realized this, it's like, I was just, I was pissed. (laughs) I I felt so angry. And so it took, it took a a lot for me to come back around to, uh, it's like, there was like this rage in my body Mm. Mm -hmm. for it. And, Mm. and so, I've been having to heal 
in this intuitive way where um, it's not about, you know, like I, I think that I was in this place where I was like angry and I was rebellious and I was kind of just like, I like put on weight because I was like, I'm going to eat everything and anything I want. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was so angry, but as I used the somatic and healing practices um, and started really healing my relationship, I came back to like this more intuitive place where I was like, I want to be healthy and I want to be well. I don't want to just rebel. And Mm -hmm. so it was like the pendulum swing. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the turning point where I like came back around to finding that balance of I'm not going to follow the script anymore and do what you tell me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and whoever that is out there, you know, just all the messages and stuff, the companies that spend billions to tell us that we're not good enough. Right. I'm done with that. But at the same time, like I do, I do like wellness products. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do like, I do like to move my body every day. Absolutely. I love going for walks Mm -hmm. and being gentle. And sometimes I still like lifting weights too. Right. Right. And it's just being so gentle and kind and nourishing to the body and not doing stuff because you need to punish your body for not being the right body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's powerful what you said, like experiencing those rage, those emotions for probably a variety of things when the pandemic hit and, and, you know, like now we're also spending a lot more time at home, which we're cutting off like, um, access to others. And Mm -hmm. and even though virtual is great, there is something about being with other people in person because we're actually meant to be with other people. So that, 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 you know, cutting that off, just it just causes a lot of things going on for us. And you're right. You're you're experiencing like, why am I doing all these things? Like I'm mad at, you know, I'm gonna do what I want, whatever. I'm not gonna, you know. <laughs> and I think we all get there, you know, we all go there. And but then you came back and it's like, okay, but that's not helpful for me either. That's actually not serving and life-giving and loving to myself either. So like mm-hmm. what is loving? Is it a like for exercise? Is it a walk? Or is it lifting weights today? You know, and I think that's the good question. I think that's what even what I'm hearing from you. It's like, what does your body need? Because sometimes it needs a good strength training session, but sometimes it needs just a walk. You know, I've been experiencing mm-hmm. this as like, you know, I have a three months postpartum with two young kids at home, working from home. It's it. I would love to work out a way way more than I do because I it feels great. But some days I'm like, y'all going in the double stroller and we're going for a long walk. And that's like, I mean, pushing a double stroll, FYI, is like pushing a sled. It's like, it's, it's not <laughs> for the pain of It's no joke. So I'm like, this is like my core, my, my hamstring. So I'm like, this is a full body workout, you know? So, but just like being okay with that in the past, I would not have been okay with that. Right. I would have been like, oh my gosh, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. But now I'm like, my goodness, you moved your body or today I didn't move my body because I needed to rest, you know? Yeah. So it's like, what you're saying is like, what is the most loving thing and how are you listening and partnering with your body versus just telling your body what it should do and punishing it? Because I think one of the things I talk about when I talk about food freedom or, you know, all that stuff is how we view exercise. So many yeah. of us view exercise as punishment, not yeah. as like what you're saying, life-giving, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Well, I would love to hear from you like you know, if you could share anything with, you know, your younger self, like around this, or even I know you were just talking about how you mentor younger women too, um, is what would be like a couple tips uh, to practice this, to practice really partnering with your body in your health and loving your body? Um, what would you, what would you say to us or yourself when you were little? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm really glad you asked this question because I think that, you know, when I think about my younger self, I was never taught how to be intuitive. And Mm -hmm. that is what I really want to teach mothers and women is how to really be so viscerally intelligent. And if I'll just, you know, visceral intelligence, if you don't know, is this understanding of your emotional and physical experience in your body and being so self-aware of that, where, for example, I often get a lump in my throat and I think that there is a lot of Uh, like energetic holding there because of past experiences. We have these ruptures in our wound and wounding that we hold in our body. Mm -hmm. And that's where the somatic healing and processes, you know, I'm a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator as well. And through breathwork, we can move this stagnation out of our body. And then what we can hear is the truth of what our bodies actually need. So The first thing I really like to teach people is safety in the body. So we have to establish some sort of grounding. And the first time I practiced this, the only place in my body that I felt safe was in my toes. So Mm. sometimes when people feel like, what does that even mean? And where do I get that? Just focus on your toes for like five minutes and see what that feels like. And then move, you know, do a body scan, move up your body. What does it feel like in this part of your body? what emotional experience are you having in your body? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling tired? Really just deeply tuning into this and observing it without judgment and making meaning of it or putting a story around it. Mm -hmm. And then allowing yourself to be quiet with yourself so that you can actually hear and a mess, a message will come through. It really will. Like, you'll be like, I really do need a nap today. Mm -hmm. if you hear yourself saying like I would love to take a nap well then do it find Mm -hmm. a way to make it happen right (laughs) you know Mm. I think that's interesting when you're talking about safety in the body I would love for you to talk about that a little bit more like what does I mean it may mean something different for different people but what to you when you say safety in the body what does that mean yeah so you know, oftentimes all of us have little traumas and some of us have big traumas. And oftentimes we have these ruptures or wound wounding that um, gets created and we store this in our body and we sometimes act out in ways or have coping mechanisms to deal with that. So that can include our really, you know, our stuff around our relationship with food or the way we move our body and exercise. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that could be like punishing the body in some way or depriving the body in some way through, because of these ruptures and wounds. So when we, um, when we have these, we might disassociate and completely stay out of our body. Mm -hmm. I know that was how it was for me for a long time. Um, you know, I, sorry. Um, I, I just lost my, I had severe mom brain right there. So it's I also early in the that. morning for you. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm trying to come back to your question, but yeah. So 
yeah, so safety in the body is about really establishing um, your capacity to be with those ruptures and wounds and hold space for them with compassion and without judgment and then begin to nourish them and heal them. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I love how you're, you're talking about how we store things in our body too. Um, so sometimes it's like, you know, the, you know, you might have like your knees, sorry, for example, your knee or certain part of your body's always aching and you Mm -hmm. actually do work, you know, whether it's therapist or coach or whatever to release those. And then suddenly you, you don't have that anymore. And, you know, acupuncturists would talk about this or even Chinese medicine. And I've been doing a lot with essential oils and emotions. Um, and, and I just think like, I, I remember reading this um, from this one advocate, doTERRA advocate, who's really into this, that applying certain oils to your body, like for, for, for emotional aromatherapy and our emotional work. And I was like, oh, wow, I could, you know, emotional, I can do a lot more rather than just smelling it. I can actually, and it is so amazing. I went through some of her protocols with oils and you should like, there were some days I'm like, why am I so weepy? Like, why am I so like oh. crying so much? But it's really because some of those were like cilantro or all those that are like detoxifying, not just for mm. your body, like, but for your emotions. And I just realized like, oh, wow, I'm opening myself up to those things yeah. I've stored, you know? And she has a lot of stuff around like, I am worthy. I am fabulous. I am magnetic. And like, the I am worthy protocol, which you're talking about, like messages mm. of not being enough. And at the end of it, I was like, Ooh, I went through some stuff, you know, it's like, oh, it's wow. a journaling experience. I'm going to have to send it to you so you can check it out. But yeah, it, but I, I love what you're saying. That safety in the body is, is it means something different for everyone, but it's allowing holding that space to allow yourself to feel those things. And for some people, as you're saying, it's, it's deep things. So you, you're going to need a little bit more support other than just yourself. And some people it's like, it's not as it's big. It's just, you know, creating that space, but either way, it's worth creating the time and finding the help um, to, to come back to this place where we are so in love with our bodies Mm -hmm. now. And, you know, I love what you're talking about. Like, and I think often when we hear like, you love your body for how it is, it it means like, I'm not, no, I think we're loving our body for how it is, is actually giving our body what it needs. And so it does need nutritious food. It does need that. Right. Yeah. But it's not to say you can't eat the other foods. There's no good or bad food. It's just some more nutritious than the others. Right. So it's like going on that journey of like reestablishing relate positive relationship with food um, will help you also nourish your body. You'll, you'll start to choose things that make your body feel good when you eat, you know? So I just love it. Like, I think that, I think what you're, what you're saying and what I've come to in the work that I do, it's like, it's actually not about food. It's really not about food. It's not about diets. It's not about exercise. It's about this deep discontentment that we're taught to have with our bodies to, to get to 138. I remember my my lowest point, I was like 120 and I was like, Mm -hmm. not, I was, I was tall. So it's not that I've gotten shorter, but (laughs) you know, I just was like, it was not healthy. And I was a young teenage girl on my period. Like my period should not have stopped. I just got it. Yeah. You know, so it's like something was wrong with my body. My body literally was saying, you are not giving me enough nourishment to be, if you have ended up getting a child, like you can't actually handle that. So I'm not even going to produce that for you. And that's significant, you know, for my yeah. body to say, like, shut down my reproductive cycle because mm-hmm. I'm not giving it what it needs. And so I just love that. I love that, you know, this, what you're saying, this visceral, um, this visceral uh, intelligence, this intuition of coming back to like partnering with our body, letting our body lead, letting our body guide is so great. 
Yeah, I love that too, that you mentioned, you know, it's not about the food and this is something that I feel like um, it's sort of like it dawns on people when they're like on, you know, week eight or something with me, you know, where they're like, oh my gosh, when my dad said this to me, Mm -hmm. I've been binge eating because it's playing out over and over again in my other relationships and da, 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 like you start to realize that it goes so much deeper within your mind, body, and spirit. And that when you clear all of that stuff out and realize that you are lovable, that you are worthy and that you're, um, it's worth taking care of yourself and nourishing yourself and Mm -hmm. honoring your truth and authenticity and everything, then you get to have this beautiful relationship with yourself where you're just like, Ooh, I feel like this. And sometimes that means a cupcake. And sometimes that means a little bit of Cheetos, but most of the time, you know, Mm -hmm. it's probably real food, like processed, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, I know that I, have developed such a strong sense of visceral intelligence for myself that I can sense everything around my cycle. You know, you mentioned Mm -hmm. menstruation. I mean, I know when I'm ovulating, I know I can feel it. I know what it feels like. Um, so that's a whole nother subject that I would encourage people to go down, you know, the book, Mm. um, in the flow by Vanessa or not Vanessa, Alyssa, Mm, I'm sorry. I think I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. there's a yeah, yeah. Oh, I can link that in there too. But yeah, yeah you're right. Book. Um, I really liked the um fifth vital sign by Lisa Hendrickson Jack. And okay, it's yeah. about I've fertility awareness and just like, you know, it's not she she's a fertility awareness, you know, educator, but like I think just reading that was like, oh wow, like so you're telling me that actually birth control is literally not me not having my period because you know, it's just like a lot of these things yeah. where it's like there's nothing why why are we suddenly just prescribing that for every issue so i just think what you're saying like our flow it's like what it it's it it's kind of the way what makes us women like it's amazing yeah what what our reproductive cycle is actually can do but because of just different things like if you're you know just all this to say what we're saying is like it might be hard for you to get in tune with body your body too if you're having a lot of issues around your cycle so seek help Mm -hmm. around those issues so that you you're not hating that part of your, your body or your life. Cause that's another area that like, yeah. if you have really hard cycles, that's going to affect so much of your life and how you view your body, you know? Yeah. So you might actually, so some people might want to take, you know, birth, which I'm not saying anything's wrong with birth control guys, but I'm just saying like, just do your yeah. research around understanding like your body and then you yeah, can make exactly. decisions. Right. Yeah. It's, it's about like, I mean, I think one of the thing I had, a realization this last week as I've been kind of having a lot of stuff channel through me about what I want to do in the future with the work that I do. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I want more people to be embodied. And what I mean by that is just like, stop using the mind for every solution. Right. You know, like science is great and everything. And I think that there's not enough research on women around this topic. And So exactly with what you said, it's like, do your own research, be your own advocate, you know, when it comes to getting help with your birth control or your menstrual cycle, or even just like therapy, whatever health stuff you're going through. Um, You know, I think about food sensitivities as well, you know, like some people have to be on certain protocols because they have like Crohn's disease or something like that. Um, And 
I think that it's just about no judgment. You have your own unique journey with your body. So Mm -hmm. be your own advocate and do what's right. What feels good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, And I love that you just said that, by the way, because with certain health conditions, there are certain foods that you literally can't eat. So it's very, you know, so it's establishing even a healthy relationship with that and not, you know, not making it about anything else other than is that that's the most loving thing for your body to not have gluten or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we could have so many like side conversations about all Mm -hmm. of this. We've talked about so much. It's so good because I think as what, what basically I want people to hear when we're saying all this is like, there's so many parts to it. And that it's, it's, it's very hard. And I think a lot of people may come, come work with us and say, yes, I'm struggling with this. And you may think that that's it, but there are, could be other things. And so that's why I really advocate for coaching, um, advocate for a longer space to dive deep into that, whether it's with you, with me, with someone else, whatever. It's just like, we want people, want women to like get the support they need, because this is not something you can ignore. And I think we've, you know, talking about moms and women, we like, we're care, we're caregivers, we're, we're hard workers with all this. So we stuff and we stuff and we stuff, or yeah. we think by losing weight, we'll feel better, but we don't, but you're saying it's not enough. And so we need to do that deeper work. Again, therapy might even be part of it, right? Just do that deeper work because it's, it's, it's like between, it's like a life or death situation in the sense, like it's, 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 it's very imperative that we do it. Otherwise we're going to spend most of our lives just like wishing we were someone else, wishing we had this. And that's yeah. no way to, to live you know? Yeah. 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 It's about like really curating your life as a mom too. Right. And knowing that like, there's a lot of generations, generations, generations of multiple generations of uh, Mm. women in our families that have passed down, like what it means to be a mother. And there's so much baggage that comes with that in terms of how we show up for our body. Right. Like, like, I feel like, I don't know how you feel or how the women out there that are listening right now, but like, sometimes I notice I like totally will hold my bladder for way longer than I should because I'm doing so much stuff for my family. And I'm like, I'm this literally like- takes a couple minutes, you know, but yeah, yeah like- agree. I was like, Oh, I'll do this later. Or you're really yeah. thirsty and you're yeah. like, Oh, I'll get a cup of water later. It's like, is it that, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. through these practices, we just get to keep honing it back to ourselves, right? Honing it back to our body. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is one of the best ways that you can model this. If you have daughters, I know we both have daughters um, and we also, you know, what, even your sons, it's like, yeah, it's just the best way we can even actually love them is by loving ourselves, like just showing them, Mm -hmm. modeling to them, like, it's okay to take time for yourself. Um, And, you know, even for our sons who might, might like, it might be easier to do that. Not always, but it might be, it's like, it helps them say like, you know, when they encounter women who aren't, it's just like, you know, helping the women saying like, it's okay to go to the bathroom. It's okay to drink some water, you know? So anyways, I love this conversation and I know we could talk a lot more, but um, I would love for you. I know you have an amazing free gift for those listening. So could you tell us a little bit more about that gift? Yeah, I would love to. So it's actually called authentically you, and it's really like a self-love 101 course. Mm. Um, it has two meditations in it. So it'll give you that opportunity to practice safety in the body. And then it also has a bonus day where you can 
do a total life assessment. There's 13 areas of your life that you kind of go through and assess. And I think it'll really give people a sense of self-awareness, but each day, um, so it's an email course. So each day Mm. you'll get an email and then it'll kind of have a lesson and then you'll do the, the meditation that it comes with and um, do some journaling activities. So it's really an opportunity for mothers to take 10 or 15 minutes a day for themselves to Mm -hmm. practice their visceral intelligence and to um, do some self-reflection on where things are at with themselves and their Mm -hmm. life. And again, going back to that, like curation of of one's life and Mm -hmm. creating it the way you want it to be. So Yeah. yeah. Sounds so good. I love it. So I will link that in here below as well. So definitely go and check that out. But you know, if people wanted to connect with you, I know you have a podcast and I know you're on social media or your website, like where is the best place where people can find you? So I do hang out, um, on Instagram mostly, and I don't have a website because I have found that to be totally useless at this point, but it's who knows? Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm like, maybe, I don't know. I might change my mind anyway. Um, and then I have the, for the love of self is my podcast and I'd love to have someone come on over and take a listen. Mm -hmm. I just got that going. We're on episode six this week. So it's brand brand spanking new, but yeah, just really talking about wellness in general and just self-love. Um, and yeah, if, if people are interested in working with me, the best way to get a hold of me is probably just on Instagram. Okay. IG get on IG people. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, you know, Facebook was a, you know, the certain demographic Facebook was a big thing for them. So it's like, oh, I'm just on Facebook. But even if you're just on IG to follow people, it's worth it. I know some people who literally have one post and they just like use it yeah. to like follow people and connect, you know, so that's totally. okay. And I can include my email down below yes. if people are not. So we can do that. We can yeah. email me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, so thanks so much, you know, um, Heather, I just think we've had a great conversation and you even just like reigniting my my personal like uh, desire to keep helping women in this area because it it's foundational. It's this deeper, deeper work that we have just honestly never, never given permission or space to explore. So whether you guys are doing that with us on the podcast, whether you want to reach out to work with us in different ways, like definitely reach out, please, because we just want to see more women free free to be themselves, free to walk in their authentically authentic self, right? So thanks so much, Heather, for joining us. And, and everyone, make sure you check out the notes and go check out her podcast as well. All right. Thank, thank you, everyone. You. Bye. Friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Heather. And I hope you're leaving challenged, actually challenged to go ahead and watch what you're saying, thinking, and acting towards your body to find peace with your body, to find safety so you can walk confidently in it. Because women, when we show up confidently in our bodies, it shifts things. We are a lot more um, bold. We are more con- we are more confident. We're, um, we're more at peace. We're not comparing as much, not just with how we look, but in every other aspect of our lives because we're not at war with ourselves anymore. And so check out Heather's resources. Reach out to me and book that clarity call if you're wanting some one-on-one coaching support. And if you don't find a time on my calendar that works, message me on Facebook or Instagram um, and we will figure out another time. And then if you want to dress up a little bit, come and join my red aspen group and learn about these nail dashes and a few other beauty products okay talk to you later
That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Made Well Women podcast and enjoyed whether it was me and a solo episode or my guest thoughts on really how to help you live a healthy life and to be made well. But before you go, I want to make sure you know you're not alone. These podcasts are meant to be inspirational. They're meant to support you as you're going about your daily life. But where I have found the most transformation is one, one-on-one support, but also community. So make sure you join the Made Women well made well women's health community where you can process this podcast and get support in whatever aspect of a made well journey you're on and also make sure you follow me on instagram because there you're going to also be able to share see behind the scenes um, and just how i own live my own made well woman life all right can't wait to support you can't wait to get to know you more and again thank you so much for listening to this podcast please rate review it let me know how it was for you and the more people that rate and review the podcast the more women that could see it. All right. That's it. Bless you. And I'll see you on the next episode.